everyone, and welcome to this week's Pastor Plex podcast. Are you ready, Chris? I am ready. This is one of my favorite uh, times of the week uh, to be here in studio at Wells Branch Community Church with all of our favorite people, uh, including you. And I'm so glad we that go. we can uh, knock out another great week of insight. Here we go. All right, so this is a follow-up question to last week's podcast in regards to relationships within the church, gossiping, and could potentially leading into bullying. So this focuses on soft bullying. We we know that it happens within the church because we're all people, we're all sinners, so that that's what the church is. We're a group of sinners. Uh, um, yeah. So how are we as believers to address this when we know that different forms of bullying are happening? Okay. Uh, this is, I'm so glad we're talking about it, but it is very difficult because what we're talking about is psychological manipulation that happens on a deep, deep level. Um, let's let's get into, uh, I want to try and get to some definitions, and maybe that's the place to start as far as uh, where we're going with this. So, for example, uh, soft bullying and gaslighting. I, I think one of the things that is really difficult is really wrap your head around about what these two things are if you've never understood the context for what, for example, gaslighting is. And gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group of people covertly sow seeds of doubt in a specific person or group that make them question their own memory, perception, judgment, often um, evoking in them cognitive dissonance and other changes, including slow self-esteem. If you don't know what cognitive dissonance is, it's like where you you can't, uh, you disconnect your feelings, emotions, your thoughts from an actual thing that you did. And so people go, maybe I didn't actually do that thing. Mm -hmm. Now, this happens a lot in marriages. And so before we go into, I think, what the the question person was asking, mm -hmm. this happens in marriages um, whenever a husband calls his wife crazy. Yep. All right, this is this is a subtle form of gaslighting because eventually the woman after she's been called crazy like 50 times she has really crazy she's asking the question am i nuts yeah and so and it might be that she is but more likely uh <laughs> sorry but more likely it's that there is a uh, marital disagreement and there's friction and to prove his point uh the husband is calling his wife crazy mm-hmm um, because he feels crazy or because of all of that. So that doesn't mean she's actually crazy, but it could mean that she's lying. It could mean that uh, she is uh, believing the lies of Satan, and, and so it's coming out in, in a disjointed way. But it's not necessarily the fact that she is uh, needs to be put in a mental hospital. So, right. And, and maybe the best way to put that is is when you call, when a, when a husband or when a wife uh, calls their spouse crazy, it's a way to gain power or control uh, in the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's a way of saying, I'm going to um, put you down in such a way that you not only have to cower to my greatness, but you just have so much self-doubt, perhaps even self-loathing, and then you start to doubt your, not going to say your very own existence, but you doubt, to, to, you doubt your own sanity. That's mm -hmm. really gaslighting. Yep. Okay. So now soft bullying. Soft, that yeah, soft bullying. I, I think this is a way to put this, and I, I don't, you know, when, whenever you, you can't really give a definition, but you can kind of describe it, mm -hmm. it that's where I'm going to go. So hopefully if you're, if you're listening, you can understand this. Soft bullying is like when you talk about somebody else, 
um, that's not in the room. So if I were to, so I'm with you, Joni, and if I were to talk about another woman and, and critique her weight, for example, and that's a dangerous place to go, then what okay. you could take is that I'm actually criticizing you. And so now you feel ashamed about yourself because I've talked down about somebody else. All right, so go ahead and talk about the shame that that other person can feel. Yeah, so, and again, it, 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 this is why it's so hard to define because if I were, because soft bullying could also be known as teasing if I'm doing it directly to you. Mm -hmm. Like that would just be a normal teasing. Hey, it, you know, again, if we had that sort of relationship where we could talk about, uh, you're wearing a dorky shirt and I'm like, oh, what are you wearing the dorky shirt for? Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, 1985 wants its suit back, you know, whatever it is. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it does, Chris. Yes, it does. <laughs> Listen, I may have some dated clothing. All right. So you don't need to mock me for it. But I think that's a kind of, because we have that sort of, uh, we have that sort of relationship where we can talk about that. But now if you were to talk about, um, another man, for example, who was mm -hmm. wearing a dated suit and then uh, you would talk bad about it. I'd start thinking, oh my gosh, she's really talking about me, which you might be, uh, or you might not be, but most likely you are. And you're using your control of the situation, your dominance as a person to put down that person. Now I feel it and I feel like awkward about, I now feel being scooted out of the group slowly. I, mm -hmm. I'm no longer on the inside. And I think that's where soft bullying really takes its um, place because you couldn't really, you can't really pinpoint it. Right. It's more of a subtle exclusion of a person. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the part that I feel like we can address this because this usually happens in group settings among single people. And I, now, at least in the in the soft bullying context. Now, obviously, soft bullying can happen in marriages. Soft bullying can happen anywhere in workplaces, anywhere. But let's take it to the the single uh, play where people are single and they're trying to not be single. And so, what can happen is if you don't want somebody around, you can use techniques such as soft bullying uh, to talk bad about somebody. So there's two ways to combat that. One is to, to call it right out, like say, hey, th that's wrong to talk about that person in that way. Or or if it's not, if the soft bullying might be directed at you, you, you say something very direct of, that makes me feel uncomfortable when you say that and it hurts me. And they mm -hmm. might be saying, oh my gosh, I thought you understood my teasing because I do a lot of deadpan and my, I found out from my wife that she doesn't think it's very funny because mm -hmm. she didn't know I was teasing. Um, <laughs> and so so the the person, you know, again, there's two there's two, two people in communication. There's the sender, there's a receiver. And mm -hmm. if the receiver doesn't get the message that the sender has sent, then the communication hasn't happened. And then the, what the receiver does is they build in with their own network and memory and back, you know, background they're going to talk about pain and hurt and heartache mm -hmm. in in a way that the person that's sending the message doesn't know that's happening so i'm not saying that that's happening but if that does happen you a direct confrontation and if the person sort of dismiss is dismissive mm -hmm. Uh, then you need to bring somebody else in. This is where Matthew 18 comes in into relationships. And I think within single culture, uh, single Christian culture is really tough. I call it the fishbowl because everybody knows your life. Everybody knows everything that's going on. Plus your life's on Facebook anyway or social media, or some whether it's Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever. Your, your life is already out there. So uh -huh. uh, people are just – you're like a, it's like a zoo and people are just staring at you. And so you feel that and every decision, everything you say and everything. And there's this ultimate need to feel cool or to gain power or control over your social organization. Mm -hmm. And so that becomes what happens 
uh, with gaslighting and bull and soft bullying. And, and obviously it's very dark and very wicked. And we would never want that to be happening at our church or at any church for that matter. But I feel like the question asker has a great sort of insight into some psychological manipulation that might be going on. Uh, and the way that you stop psychological manipulation is you call it out for what it is right. and you talk, tell the person that what you're doing is wounding or hurting you. And if they don't listen to you, then Matthew 18 says you take another person over and you explain what they did to you that was wrong and then you win them over. And if they still don't listen to you, then you bring them to the church is where you get community group leaders or elders or people that are in leadership involved, pastor, whoever, uh, because you want them to speak into their life to help correct something that could go very dark, especially if you're right. in a single world. What people do some of the time is what they do all the time. Like the, mm -hmm. what if they are a late person, they're not going to all of a sudden become on time when they get married. I know that for sure. But what can happen is <laughs> that if you are a person that sort of mocks others, you are not going to change and you are not going to grow until someone is strong enough to risk the relationship with you to call you out on that. As iron right. sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Right. I completely agree. That happened like within our marriage. I, we talked about this earlier. Yeah, hit me. My, uh, I mean, whenever, me. <laughs> whenever my husband and I first got married, that's the culture that we created outside of our relationship was we just were in a sarcasm yeah. relationships with everyone. There, It was always undercutting one another not necessarily on purpose but everyone kind of laughed but when you brought we brought that to each other in our marriage right it was no longer funny huh. and we would still laugh in the moment but it took the stronger person which at the time wasn't me it was a man speaking into tyler's life nice. saying hey you're hurting your wife every time that you tease her you're did, slowly undercutting her. did you build up resentment through that that you didn't know you had or, or absolutely and did you know you didn't have it or like does that make sense? Um, I, I didn't realize how big of a problem it was until it started stopping and I realized that my love grew for my husband. Okay, that's really good. Yeah, and obviously something that I think all of us can work on just in within marriages mm -hmm. is that it's funny in the moment to talk, you know, tell, share a, uh, an inside joke about your wife or about your spouse inside a, a group of people and everyone gets a laugh. But then what you pay for later is that you don't know that cut really deep on the heart of, the, I don't trust you. With mm -hmm. those people. Exactly. And I mean, I think we, we kind of think the same way within our friend groups too, that mm -hmm. that same thing applies whenever we're, our relationships are built on teasing one another right. or these sarcastic comments of, oh, oh, it's just funny. We're, we're all laughing together, but deep down you're just slowly cutting that person's self-esteem down. Yeah. And I think that's what's so hard. We live in a negative connecting culture mm -hmm. and it's not healthy. Uh, it's funny. This is what makes Americans, American movies way funner than any other movies, is that we're so good at cutting one another down. We're mm -hmm. so good at subtle humor. We're so good at, I mean, I mean, we're just superior funny people. The problem with that, though, that the yeah, that might be part of the problem. The <laughs> part of that, it's that arrogance that comes out and there, the humility that's lacking there is what also can really destroy and crush souls. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where marriages, if, you shouldn't expect like to grow closer, especially if your marriage is struggling. Um, the, okay, well, here's one of the things I know. There's a couple things you can do in what's called repair theory. And I'm about to go on like a little marriage little count. Tangent, little yeah. tangent. All right. So there's something called repair theory. In marriage, whenever there's a disagreement or whenever there's conflict, a way a spouse approaches another spouse when they realize that there is tension and they want to alleviate it and they want mm -hmm. to fix it. There's two ways to do it that I know of. There might be other ways. I only know of two. One is humor and the other is physical touch. 
-hmm. So for example, if um, I, uh, so this happens with guys all the time. They hurt their wives' feelings and then they make a joke. And when they think it's funny because they're, they're nervous, they don't know what to say, but if the wife is the butt of the joke, it adds insult to injury. Mm -hmm. But humor works if you make yourself the butt of the joke, but even that may not work because then she's like, yeah, you're right, you are an idiot or, or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, you missed it. <laughs> so the other thing to do is, the, is um, physical touch where you touch them on the back and say, hey, I don't want this to be um, – I don't want us to fight. I want to be on the same team. I'm so sorry that we're we're having conflict on this. And that changes the entire temperature of the argument mm -hmm. when you are able to do that. So I only know of those two. The other one, other ones are, are helpful in the sense of repair uh, is just giving yourself space and space with the intention of coming back to redirect when your emotions aren't at the peak of I want to like slit your throat. It's more of like I want to calm down. I want to figure this out. I need to pray, seek God, and then come at this problem uh, from a standpoint of I'm a person who has the Holy Spirit, and I love God, and I want, I love you, and I'm going to work this out. And when we're so angry and so frustrated, we can't hear anymore. Right. Uh, it's called um, flooding. You get emotionally flooded, and that's when you, you go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in fight, flight, or freeze, what ends up happening is you react like with a cutting jab. You end with... Uh, I slam the door and leave, mm -hmm. or you just get on the um, get on your phone, or you get some video games and you just zone out. Right. Those are sort of the three responses that that people sort of run to, as opposed to physical touch, as opposed to humor, or as opposed to uh, a controlled withdrawal where you separate for a time and then come back together. Um, that was free marital advice, which I didn't plan on giving, but for free. Yeah, for free. There you go. You're welcome, everybody. All right. Do you have any final comments on the soft bullying? No, I, I, but I feel like it's good. I think remember the biggest piece of this. If you see it, you've got to call it for what it is, and then get people, uh, leadership, other Christians involved, or else you're going to create a really dark culture of dark humor that will end up making people resent you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So call it like you see it, and bring your friends or bring your shepherd more like. All right. That is all we have for this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week.